to all learners. I am a faculty of biology at SRN International School, Jagatpura, Jaipur. Dear learners, today I am taking the topic permanent tissues from chapter 6, Anatomy of Flowering Plants, NCRT textbook. Through this topic, you will be able to understand the different types of permanent tissues. Firstly, we need to know what are permanent tissues. So, permanent tissues are the group of living or dead cells formed by meristematic tissue and have lost their ability to divide and have permanently placed at a fixed position in plant body. Based on whether the cells in the permanent tissue are similar in structure or not, they are basically of two types, simple and complex. Simple tissues are made up of only one type of cells, whereas complex tissues are made up of two or more types of cells. Simple tissues are further categorized into three types, parenchyma, colenchyma and sclerenchyma. Sclerenchyma is further classified into two types, fibers and sclerids. Whereas, complex tissues are categorized into two types, xylem and phloem. Let's start with parenchyma. Parenchyma cells are found in majority of stems and roots along with the soft fruits like tomatoes and grapes. It is the most common type of ground tissue. Parenchyma tissue is responsible for the storage of nutrients. Parenchyma cells are responsible for photosynthesis and then storage of food. They are thin walled cells. Intercellular spaces are present between them. They have large central vacuoles. Some parenchyma cells retain the ability to divide. They may be circular, polygonal or oval. Colenchyma tissue. The cells of colenchyma tissue are living cells with depositions of cellulose, hemicellulose and pectins only at the corners. In Greek, kola means glue. So, shiny walls can be seen in colenchyma cells. They have thick cell walls at the corners due to which they provide mechanical support to the plant. They actually have thin cell walls but are thickened only at the corners and because of that thickening there are no intercellular spaces. In cross section, they can have shapes circular, oval or polygonal. They are present between the epidermis in dicot stems and are absent in dicot roots, the petiole and midrib of dicot leaves. They are absent in monocots because they most of the monocots develop the sclerenchymatous tissues in their early stages of development. Sclerenchyma provides more mechanical support than colenchyma. So, there is no need of colenchyma tissue in monocots. Colenchyma is the living mechanical tissue of young dicot stems, petioles and midrib of dicot leaves. Hence, they are thick at the corners. 
cells are flexible so it can resist bending and stretching caused by winds they also allow growth of the plant organs in which they are present sometimes they contain chlorophyll and perform photosynthesis as well sclerenchyma tissue in greek scleros means hard they have thick cell walls they are dead cells means protoplast and organelles are absent in it so the cell cavity is usually empty they don't have much functions except providing mechanical support to the plant organs it is the chief mechanical tissue of the plants it helps in the worst situations or adverse physical conditions as well the cell wall thickening here is only due to the deposition of lignin lignin it is deposited all over the cell wall of sclerenchyma because of the thick walls they have narrow lumen or cell cavity based on the shape sclerenchyma cells are of two types fibers and sclerids fibers are elongated having tapering ends they occur in bundles and they are strong flexible and used in the manufacturing of jute and coir whereas sclerids are not that much elongated they have extremely thick walls called as stone cells narrow cavities then fibers not flexible but brittle they may occur singly or in aggregates through the ground tissue the brittleness of sclerids is due to the thick walls few examples are sapota the fruit pulp is not smooth but gritty their grittiness is due to the presence of sclerids in it next example is pear sclerids are also found in the shells of the nuts such as walnuts and seed coats of legumes complex tissues a group of different type of cells that performs or helps to perform a common function these tissue contain both dead and living cells complex tissues are basically of two types xylem and phloem xylem tissue helps in water transport while phloem tissue helps in food transport xylem and phloem both are present in almost all the vascular plants these tissues forms a continuous system that spreads in root stems leaves they act as a continuous channel for conduction of water minerals and prepared food xylem they are the water pipes of the plant basically it is a conducting tissue for absorbed water and minerals from roots to other plant parts fluid transport in xylem is called xylem sap water flow in xylem is unidirectional from roots to other parts of the plant most of the xylem cells has hard cell walls with depositions of lignin in it the xylem provides mechanical support to the plant parts as well 
xylem is from the greek word xylon which means wood in trees what we call as wood is actually the xylem secondary xylem is the xylem which is produced during the secondary growth or thickening in gymnosperms and dicot plants xylem is further divided into tracheids vessel members xylem fibers and xylem parenchyma tracheids vessel members and xylem fibers are dead at maturity whereas xylem parenchyma are living cells together tracheids and vessel members are called tracheary elements dear learners that's all for today i hope you have understood the topic properly stay blessed asanians thank you have a great day